The Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track. Everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Have you ever wished you knew what you now know? I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we welcome you to another episode to the Inside Track on Real Estate, where we share techniques, thoughts, and tools that we all need, we all deserve, Mm -hmm. you, I, everyone, to turn our house into our home where our families thrive and we live the best life possible. So here we are, wondering and thinking about, wishing about what I wish I knew before I bought that house, before I made that decision, those things I didn't get figured out until it was kind of like too late. <laughs> yeah. And too late for that time. I think that, you know, that's happened to me when we're buying a house. Maybe we bought it in the wrong area and we'll tell maybe a little bit about our first home and uh, the experience of getting to that first home. And also as a parent, I think oh. we as a, as a society would love to protect our kids from having to do the wrong things or have the wrong experiences that we had because we made the wrong choices. And that's a natural process, making choices that mm. you learn from, right? And you move forward. And yet we would like to prevent our children from having that well, we at the Decker team want to prevent our clients from having a similar issue with buying a house. Right. Because like what we did, or we weren't realtors at that point. We didn't really understand anything. We were young. We were naive. We got, we nearly escaped a disaster on the very first house that we almost bought. Mm-hmm. Not because of our wisdom, <laughs> but because of divine protection. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Interesting enough, I remember that the, the the financing didn't go through because they sent an appraiser and the appraiser said to the bank, I wouldn't loan on this house. Yeah, it was CMAC. Yeah. yeah. Now, what's interesting was, now I think back, we didn't do a septic inspection. We didn't do a well inspection. And we didn't do a home inspection. I know. Do you we think, didn't know do you what think we didn't we know. you think we didn't know what we didn't know or that realtor didn't know how to protect us? Or maybe inspections weren't common. How many years ago was that? That was 33, almost 34 years ago. No, 35 years ago. Okay, so home inspections weren't real common. Right. And back that many years ago, real estate has changed significantly in that back before 1995, all realtors in the province of Ontario actually represented the interest of the seller. Mm -hmm. And because they were representing the interest of the seller, right, Ken, what they had to do was really protect the seller, not, they weren't actually there to protect the buyer. (laughs) Yeah, that caveat, buyer beware, was super important back prior to buyer representation coming into play. Which was 1995. So in the last 25 years, the great news is the realtor that you choose to hire you and hire and represent 
you is actually there to protect you, even from what you may not know, even to protect you from yourself. And so that's what this is about. This show today is about what we wish we knew that somebody ought to have told us somebody. And maybe we just thought we knew it all when we didn't know it all. That's mm-hmm. been a problem in my life for sure. Oh, yeah. um, and so this house, in, it was actually in Jasper. It was yeah. gorgeous. It was that? beautiful. Jasper. Oh, I do. It was a yellow brick and, century home. Right. And what we got all enamored about is it used to be the house in the town. And so that's all I can remember thinking about it. What we didn't know was that the trusses in the attic were actually busted and it was a major structural issue. So inspections will help you significantly. I didn't know I should have an outside third party. That's pretty commonly known today. And yet we still get people saying, oh, no, I'm just going to have a friend or I'm just going to do it myself or, Mm. oh, please don't. Just spend your money and get a thorough, thorough inspection. My my friend finished a basement once, so he's going to check it out. Yeah, (laughs) not a good idea. And even even if they're a contractor and they do things for a living, they're not trained to spot deficiencies. Right. They may catch some. Yeah, they will. But they're not... really trained to look for deficiencies in the property. Well, and even if they are there looking for deficiencies, I find often people have their biases. And because of their biases, they may point out something Mm -hmm. as a major problem that really isn't a major problem. So I wish I had known who to go to for what insight that I needed when I was getting my house. And then we went from that almost fiasco to buying a house in Elmer, a townhouse. And what we really didn't take into consideration, and and this would be on our shoulders, because a realtor in Elmer, he did a good job, um, but we didn't know what the tax implications were of working in Ontario and living in Quebec with two income earners with only one child. Uh, the tax benefits were not there to live in Quebec compared to living in Ontario. The other thing we didn't do, do you remember this? Oh, I do. We didn't drive across that bridge in rush hour. <laughs> right. So doing the commute, like whether it's Ontario and Quebec, <clears throat> that's not really the point of this, what we didn't know. It's really about drive at different times a day from where your your regular pattern of commute is going to be. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a bicyclist, bike it at different times of day. Like make sure that where you think you want to be, that location actually works for you. Yeah, because that commute for us went from 15 minutes to 45 minutes when we hit rush hour. And And then my job moved and I went out to Walkley Road. So I was coming from Elmer to to Walkley and Bank. That was a heck of a drive. So just really be aware of the commute. Be aware of your traffic patterns and even your extracurricular activities. Where are they? Are you okay with it in the long haul? It may sound great when you do it three times, but really think long-term out. We didn't think long-term out. What did it really, really mean? Mm -hmm. And test it all. And then the other thing we didn't think about thoroughly enough is whether it was that location or another location, 
what kind of appreciation happens in real estate in that area? Because even in the Ottawa area, there's areas that will appreciate greater than other areas. How long am I going to think I'm going to be living in that house? If it's less than five years, the level of appreciation really, really matters. I wish I knew that although I was paying less for the house, when I was going to sell it in a few years, I was probably going to lose money, not make money. Yeah, or get a lot less increase right. than if I had bought somewhere else. Exactly. And people in the Glebe would attest to that. They would. They'd be <laughs> happy, happy, happy. Yeah, we recently sold a home for an elderly couple who yeah. lived there for 50 years. Yeah. Now, could you imagine if they bought that same house in another part of the city or maybe um, in Elmer? That that house would not have appreciated the way it w did, and we got over two hundred thousand dollars over asking price. Right, and it was priced basically around market value. We thought it might go up a little bit, yeah. and and yet it went up significantly. And so, really thinking about the area because knowledge, like really having knowledge, is power. In yeah, and even more than just knowledge mm -hmm. being power, it's knowledge in action is powerful. Exactly. The long-term impact of future development. Now, that's tricky. We've created for you over 367 episodes of the Inside Track where we share all kinds of insights, insider tips, real estate how-tos, real estate how-not-tos, and really how do we make a house a home and how do we have simply whole living. These shows are available on the go from your home, your office, anytime you need them. Yeah, that's a really good thing. Like, What is the long-term cost mm -hmm. or benefit mm -hmm. of a decision I make? today and i've had lots of decisions in my life whether it be do i buy a car do i sell a car do i invest in a real estate property do i hold my money do i invest it in in other things that we've lost a ton of money in and future developments affect i would say they affect both our investments and our lifestyle in the home that we choose right and so Getting that inside or you before it's available. Well, it's available. It's just, did I do the research to find it? There you go. Because the stuff that's not available, that's life. It is. You life. can't do anything about that. Right. So one of the most important things that we advise all our buyers to do when they're thinking of a specific location, because we know that the three things to think about when you're buying real estate are location, location, location. Exactly. And there pretty much isn't anybody in the Western world that can't recite that. All I have to say, three things to think about. I had a client do it two days ago, call buying a house long distance remotely. And I said, well, you know, Three things to think about when it comes to real estate. And he goes, yeah, location, location, location. So that is the most important piece, except it's not always as easy to see which things about location are going to have a long-term impact. Right. So what do I need to do to figure out as much of that 
as humanly possible. So the first insight that we offer for everybody that's buying a home is call the municipality, call the city, call zoning, call future development, like make a phone call in Ottawa, it's just dial 311 and ask for somebody that can help you with future development in a certain given area. And one of the things I wish I had known before I bought, say, my house in Greeley when I purchased that home was having an anticipation of what was going to be built in advance of it that was going to shift my drive into the city and also what was the plans for development that was going to take place behind where I lived that would affect my affect my commute on Highway 31. Yeah. And one thing we've learned, I've learned. You've learned one third? One well, thing? No, well, one, I can't well, talk. One of the things I have learned mm -hmm. is that whenever there's a development, the infrastructure lags behind. So they put 5,000 homes in Finley Creek and then they go, oh, now we got three exits onto Highway 31 where it's only a single lane, it backs up for kilometers now, and it's a highway. It shouldn't. Right. So It doesn't work so effectively. No, it's, it's a little bit of, and, and we might call it lack of planning. I think they probably planned for it. The problem is lack of funding usually more than lack of planning. And we see that every time they do a major development. You know, they, they put Riverside South in, and it was years on that horrible line bank road until they converted it into four lane divided road coming up Riverside, right? It was, it was horrible. Right. So, yeah. so not only may you be wise to phone the municipality that you're going to be living in, phone the city of the municipality that is surrounding where you're going to be living because you don't just need micro local information you need expanded information so highway 31 if we're talking about that you might be calling winchester yeah and a lot of things you can find from their their 20-year plan or 25-year mm -hmm. plan um and yeah. sometimes you have to phone to say where do i get a copy of that where can i find it online so i can look up what the future development is now on a micro scale when we're helping someone buy a property, we're going to look at what's going to be developed in the backyard. Right. Right. What's the zoning around the property? Is it going to be developed in the future with similar type properties or is it going to be a major difference? Like a commercial property. Right. The number of times I've had people say, I'm so excited about that lot with that development because behind it is going to be trees. Uh, just double check. Double check how long them trees are going to be there. Double check what the plan is for that road. If it feels like the infrastructure is not working, it is likely not going to stay that way indefinitely. So just getting the information in advance of making your final decision or even going looking at all is incredibly wise. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you get properties that have uh, well and septic, but sewer is coming. And there may be an added cost to that sewer coming. And it also may benefit you as a homeowner significantly. Another thing that I love to calculate in, like, see, sometimes people don't want to be in the city. They want a country property. 
They want to have a couple of chickens. They want to have a goat or whatever. You know what I mean? And so now I've got to calculate the cost of the commute, especially if I work in the city. I've got to calculate the cost of maybe I've got to go to two cars instead of one car. Uh, how frequently do I have to replace them because they're they're getting too many kilometers on them? What's the gas, the insurance, and the maintenance costs for living there? And as long as you've calculated it and you're good with it, then that means you've made a wise decision, right? That's some of the things that I would look at. And I'd also look at even my cost of living in that house, like the overall running cost. Sometimes I wish I'd known how much that fuel was going to be in that house because it had oil and mm. or propane and really or electric or electric <laughs> and i didn't know how to budget it and unfortunately looking at somebody else's bills only gives a very small snapshot and actually quite an inaccurate snapshot because i have lots of clients that live with their houses kept much cooler in the winter than I could live and others that don't use air conditioning in the summer. And so even, and, and being at home all day, working from home, all of those costs, calculating them according to your lifestyle, mm -hmm. not according to somebody else's lifestyle. I mean, you can't take into consideration increasing costs other than knowing that everything's going to go up because that's the reality. And just really being clear about what your lifestyle costs are not so connected to what somebody else's are. I wish I'd known to do that. Mm -hmm. I would have made different housing choices. Yeah. And even for the last, you know, like we look at interest rates, mm. right? And over the last 10, 15 years, if I'd done variable rate, I would have saved more money than going fixed. So but, much. But I like fixed because I'm secure in it. But there's so much more than just interest rate. You have to look at what are the penalties for moving, discharging the mortgage, and that sort of thing. So, yeah. You know what I love, though? What? I love that when we got married, when it came to big decisions, you said to me, Ken, you can do all the big decisions, and you, Yetta, would take care of all the small decisions. I did. It, yeah. like it's, it was a bargain. And I'm happy to say after 37 years of marriage, there haven't been any big decisions to make. And so I've made them all. Have you ever thought getting an expert, getting expert counsel would be too expensive? I've thought that in the past. Yeah. Yeah. So we at the Decker team have over 30 years of experience helping people, not just buying real estate and selling real estate, but helping people hmm. flourish and connect in their relationships, helping people build wealth helping people in their faith, and even helping people increase their self-esteem. Really, 30 years of helping people build their life and their home. Yeah. And so we used to think that paying for experts was like the wrong way to go. Yeah, we tried to, we thought we'd save money. Yeah, like that's the gig, right? We think we're going to save some money. Let's not waste our money. Let's keep it so that we can use it on the things we really want. And we learned that at a, well, you learned that in particular at a really young age. Yeah, and I still didn't apply it all the time. 
So have you ever learned something? Like for me, it was when my, my father had to pay a whole bunch of extra income tax because he had a bookkeeper instead of a chartered accountant do his books on a, um, on a resort that we owned. And so there were mistakes or whatever that cost him a lot of money. Tens of thousands. Yeah. Because he was saving a few hundred dollars. Yeah. Or a few exactly. thousand dollars maybe. Yeah. But it was insignificant what he was saving mm -hmm. as compared to the emotional heartache. Yeah. As emotional to the trauma, like as in comparison to that. And then the financial implications yeah. were so huge yeah and so you would think i would have learned that lesson yeah because you saw the negative and yet, impact and so for accountants i got a great ca to do our accounting and then if we ever get audited it's fine i just the ca takes care of it the the pain is not there to the same level now i certainly didn't do that when we first got married as far as trying to find a house and that sort of thing, we thought, well, maybe we can avoid the real estate agent. Maybe that will cost us money. We can avoid them, you know, just go to the bank. They're going to give us the best rate rather than go to a mortgage broker. Those things cost us dearly. Oh, yeah. And even, you know, I was thinking back the time where we had several investment properties. We still do, but the time, this particular time we had several independent uh, properties and the interest rates were what I thought was a little expensive and they were coming down. So we got six month mortgages. So every six months it renewed. What I didn't realize was every six months I needed to negotiate with the bank on the price because they on just the rate. on the rate. Yeah. They just set it back to posted rate for a six month term. And I went in and I said, why do you do this? I'm a good client. I've got multiple mortgages. And they said, no, sir, you have to come in and negotiate. And that's when I realized, oh, a mortgage broker would take care of this kind of stuff for me automatically. Well, because not it's not so much that it's automatic as it is they have a system to make sure that they're negotiating on your behalf the best rate possible every time there's a renewal. Mm. Whereas... Even the last renewal was after five years and it yeah. came at a certain rate. And I called and I said, I don't like this rate because I know what the rates know, are. I yeah. know what you can get out there in the market. And and she said, oh, Mr. Decker, yes, uh, that must have been a mistake. She was pretty, <laughs> pretty quick on her feet. That must have been a mistake because you're a preferred client and this would be the rate you would get. Right. And yet we have at times in the past not known that we had to be renegotiating our way, rate. And mm -hmm. it has cost us, I don't want to do the math. Because you're in a hurry and you just sign things. Mm -hmm. Most recently, like we, we got really expert advice on life insurance. Yes. And most recently, our 20-year term life insurance was coming up and it had an auto renewal for another 10 years. And I saw the rate and I thought, ooh, this, it was five looks, times. this looks expensive. Over five, five times. times as much. Yeah. And so And I, I know we're a little bit older. We're getting up there. I like to say we're closer to 60 than we are 50. <laughs> I don't like saying it. Well, well actually, I, I kind of do like to say it. It's so at any rate, 
I was looking at that and then I thought, okay, I'm going to phone around and get some quotes on, on term insurance because we're still super healthy. I think that's way too high a rate for our age. That being said, our insurance broker called me probably two weeks after the notice came in the mail. And he said, oh, Ken, your, your insurance is up. Uh, what do you want to do? Is your health still good? Because if it is, we can get a new term insurance instead of renewing this one. It'll be significantly cheaper and so less he, expensive for better product. Really. Right. So although I don't see my life insurance man every, you know, every year, he certainly was on top of our policy and knowing what was going to happen. And that's an expert in my life who's looking after me. Right. So experts often cost us nothing. And even when they financially, and even when they cost us something, they usually will save us money provided you make sure you get a really good expert in that particular field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I can't say how many times someone said to me, oh, I want to deal with the listing agent because I want to save money. And I just, I, ooh, I don't know exactly <laughs> you what to say. get a little excited? Yeah, because a realtor representing the interests of the buyer typically doesn't cost the buyer anything, protects them significantly more, and can save them money in the negotiations. Typically. Yeah. And I mean, there are times where we've got the perfect house for the perfect buyer and it's a match made in heaven and it feels really, really good where there's already a relationship there and you can navigate some situations that don't get messy. Mm-hmm. And yet probably, and I would say it's investors that actually go hunting often, not all of them, not all of you, but often go hunting for the listing agent rather than having their expert representative on their team all the time thinking they're going to do better if they just work with the person that's got the listing. Mm-hmm. And it's actually most of the time faulty thinking. Yes. Yes. And same thing with new builders. You know, the realtor can help you, can, can find the best builder, find the best lot, help you find the best floor plan for resale value and then help you choose the best upgrades for future value as well. Right. That That's probably one of the most significant ones that is most misunderstood is when it comes to the builder sites, it's correct that usually you're not going to get a break on the price. The price is usually the price is the price is the price. And some builders will even say to you now, hey, we'll give you a referral of a thousand or two thousand dollars if you don't bring your realtor. That's becoming pretty <laughs> common practice. And yet, why would they say that? It's because the realtor is going to help you save money and make better decisions in other ways, as long as they're familiar with new home construction, mm-hmm. which we've been doing, been new home warranty builders. 30 years of doing that. So it's huge. Get the expert is what you're hearing. Yeah. Because they don't cost anything. Yeah. Really. Really. Especially in real estate. And even for a rental, yeah. you want to rent your property. Having a realtor do, do find you a great tenant for a, a month's rent in comparison to maybe accepting a poor tenant. Oh my goodness. The savings is unbelievable. It really is. 
So we're excited that we get to be your partners in growing wealth through real estate and just making amazing life decisions because together we've got this. Moving forward with the Decker team. Moving forward together with the Decker team.